You're listening to The Basecamp Show, a podcast about what it takes to be an entrepreneur and an online creative on their way to the summit. I'm your host, Alex Vassius. I'm an amateur filmmaker and a business owner. This episode, I'm joined by my brother, Nicholas, who is a content creator on YouTube and trying to establish his base of creativity and niche in the online creative world. If you'd like to support this podcast and business, you can find me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash peak productions, where you can gain access to exclusive behind the scenes footage. Thank you and enjoy the show. All right, so welcome to the show. Thanks for being here today. Yeah, thank you. So we're looking to learn a bit more about you. Um, can you tell us a bit about what you're doing and how you got to where you are and your story? Mm-hmm. Well, I got to my 46 subscribers uh, pretty <laughs> rigorously. There were a few hills and mountains. Um, getting to 15 was a big, big stepping stone. But I started a few years ago, I think 2017, late 2017 is when I started my current channel. It's actually my third channel. Mm-hmm. It's a long story. Um, but I got time. Well, my first channel, I started a long time ago. It was called MV Films. Uh, This was back when I was 13, I want to say. So I got into a lot of tech reviews, and I just wanted to do reviews and unboxing because I've always been kind of a tech guy Mm -hmm. and a nerd, I guess you'd call it. So I did a lot of that kind of stuff, and then I slowly got more into gaming because I like video games, so just got into the Let's Play industry, I guess you'd call it, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's under the same channel, Envy Films? Uh, no, my current channel is Karstadi. Karstadi, so, so that's yeah. your username that you go under now. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. It's another long story how I got that, but <laughs> actually it's not that long. I'll simplify it. It was just a name generator thing, so I wanted something catchy. Ah, uh, yes. I was following the crowd. <laughs> the old one. online name generators. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought about changing it a couple times, but it's just kind of stuck. So. Yeah, I guess it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they said about Markiplier. <laughs> that's, that's I true. guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are you doing now? Well, at this very moment, I'm in an interview, but um, I haven't done much with it right <laughs> right now. I've actually been on a little bit of a hiatus because I'm having some technical difficulties. I just use a laptop that was like three hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. budgeting for YouTube has been a struggle for me. That's probably my biggest struggle. You know, I have a Rosetta Stone headset mic <laughs> and a crummy $300 laptop, so there's yeah. not a whole lot you can do with that more than what I've already done. See, I feel so. like there is and there isn't. So many people are concerned about they can't bust into the content creation scene mm-hmm. in the industry unless they have all of the most fancy and expensive equipment. they got to have the right setup, the right computer, the right mm-hmm. everything to do it, but at the end of the day, you still got to go out there and do it. So I feel like if you just start with what you have and just keep building and building, you're building your skills, and eventually your skills will get good enough that, you know, it'll just pay for the equipment, and then you can get the equipment and you keep building off of that, you know. Yeah, definitely. If you just wait for the right equipment, you know, that's not what makes a video, Mm -hmm. you know. And I I experienced that having a film company. It's like I, I filmed with my phone for a while, and that works great, but people don't don't like that I don't appreciate the non-professional image that that brings mm-hmm. which is fine I understand that but you get a professional camera and you still have to it's like you're starting at square one you got to know the skills and the basics and how to do that so yeah you have a Rosetta Stone like headset <laughs> mic and you have you know a crummy computer which can have limitations I understand I, mm-hmm. I just overcame that hurdle myself it it's still 
is about like the skill level and just being creative with creative with what you've got you know like i don't really own a tripod for my camera so i just stack a bunch of boxes up and Mm -hmm. set it up and try to prop it up you know it's like if you see my setup it's like the jankiest thing ever but Mm -hmm. it works (laughs) but yeah i i think that you know you don't need the equipment to get going you just need Mm -hmm. that desire and that motivation and then you just keep building it up Mm -hmm. as you go is that that's kind of the boat that you're in yeah i've done a whole lot that's basically where i've been for the past year and a half now that i've been I think it's a year and a half, something like that, that I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just been, you know, solely just being creative, you know, exercising that creativity and just being passionate about what I do. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because I think people like, nowadays we live in such a an era, or the YouTube area is so narcissistic, I guess you'd say. Yeah. So it's all about, you know, oh, I got to have great hair and like, oh, my hair's good for this. It's like, I, I don't really care about that. Yeah. I think people want genuine content, like genuine people making genuine content, and that's what I'm trying to deliver in a family-friendly environment, I mm-hmm. guess you'd say. I feel like there's a fine line with that because, yeah, like YouTube is so huge, mm-hmm. and people, you just get on a YouTube binge-watching, and you watch video after video after video, and it's like, you know if it's a good video or not, you'll shut it off if you don't want to watch it or find something good that you feel is worthwhile to watch. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, is it good? Is it bad? Yeah, I agree. I think good quality content is ultimately what keeps an audience. Mm-hmm. If you turn on a video that was made by some 10-year-old seven years ago, you're going to be like, I'm, I'm not watching this, but you'll watch something good quality. So I agree with you on that. But I feel like it's also difficult because now, you know, it's it's 2019, February of 2019, YouTube was, you know what, how many years old? 10, uh, 12, 13? 13 years yeah. old now. Mm-hmm. And it's like now that you're just starting to step out into it, after 13 years of everybody's just been pouring into this, you know, mm-hmm. the people that weren't from the start, that's like difficult. It's challenging. So what sort of challenges have you had with that? Um, I've had a lot of challenges because obviously the gaming, particularly with the gaming industry and uh, my computer rig that I have, you know, I get <laughs> Computer comments. from 2010. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's actually 2016. Oh, the 2016 model. So not too far off, but as far as computers go, yeah, it's... It makes quite the difference, but mm-hmm. I've gotten comments from people, you know, like, oh, your your videos are so laggy, I can't stand this frame rate. It's like, it's 20 frames. It's not terrible. <laughs> 20 <but> frames <laughs> is pretty terrible. It's pretty, I mean, relatively, yeah. It works uh, yeah. for what I do right now, but then they just spam other videos, you know, dislike, dislike, dislike. Mm-hmm. It's I find it funny, really. I don't really, I don't want to say I don't care about it, but... Yeah, it's, it's like ultimately there's nothing you can do about it. If people don't like your content. Oh well, that doesn't bug me really. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, furnace just kicked on. We yeah. might get a feedback in the mic. This is real life. This is real life. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting in the basement right now. <laughs> I think it's hard, like mm-hmm. especially nowadays, with because we were breaking into YouTube. It's uh, like you know, 13 years later, mm-hmm. but yet people watch and they watch and they watch. So like you say, if it's quality, people will watch it and they'll find it. So, for instance, what you're doing is, like, a lot of gaming stuff, you know. So, I imagine there's, like, you know, Fortnite, latest games, probably a lot of indie games, too. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, people watch that. Specifically, kids watch that. And they're the ones that'll sit there and click through video after video if they can. They'll sit there all day and do that. You know, adults, they typically won't. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll just they'll watch a few videos here and there on topics that interest them. And then they typically have the willpower to say, okay, I'm done but kids will just keep going and going and going and going. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like if you want to get successful and popular, that's what you have to cater to. 
because that's that generation machine that just keeps the the uh, the views going and the counts that they keep hitting. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's a platform for everybody, but the younger generation is really the one that's driving it. Mm-hmm. You know, and the the mid generation seems to be the one like putting out the content for it. Yeah. So it's an interesting balance to try to figure that out. It's like a psychology and a sociology behind it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Very interesting. So what are your goals with your channel? Like, what do you hope to do with it? Um, right now, I haven't gotten very far. I mean, relatively far, I guess. But as of right now, I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. You know, I like... I've always been an entertainer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like comedy. I like having a sense of humor. So I like to make other people laugh. Uh, is the main thing because a lot of people they go through really tough times there's a lot of depression in the world obviously right now you know with rough home life specifically teens is uh, who my target audience is pretty much so they what I'm finding is they cling to people on YouTube and they'll look to them for just making them feel better you know so I'm not saying like that's well yeah it is my goal to make them feel better but like mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of hard to explain, but... Like an entertainment, yeah. Yeah, just kind of lighten their mood. If I can get them, just make their day a little bit better, that's worth it to me. Mm-hmm. So I go through a lot of effort to do that, and yeah. <laughs> I like to think it is worthwhile, so... Yeah, that's good. That's my goal, but ultimately I'd like to do it full-time someday, you know. I've kind of stepped a little bit away from that and explored a few other things mm-hmm. in the past couple months, but, you know, I keep coming back to it, and it's like, well, that's just where my passion is yeah I can agree with that Mm -hmm. that's kind of where I've been as well that you know I that's why I started a a filmmaking company is because I love the the aspect of being creative doing something you love so like finding a hobby for me it was always video gaming too it's like if I had free time I want to just go play video games because it's fun it's like it's a release I don't have to think but then I can be creative at that at the same time I can make a video about it and put it online and share it and then start a conversation with people about it and it turns into something that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And as a side bonus, you know, if it gets big enough, you actually make a living out of it, yeah. which is crazy to think that people can actually do that mm-hmm. nowadays. But that's why I started a business as well, because ultimately, like, yeah, I'd want to do YouTube and, like, make these videos on just topics that I want to do mm-hmm. and put them out there. People watch them, and then I get ad revenue, basically, and that's how I make my living. And I just keep making videos on what I want to do and adding value to the world, you know, so to speak. So, and that's why I started a video production company is because I'm like, well, that's probably, that's not going to happen. YouTube is like crazy. Only the, the top 1% make that, but it's like, maybe not necessarily, you know? So since starting my video production company, I've, I've done a lot of work with people creating content, you know, for the businesses, which is a lot of fun, but it's still not that it's like, it's, it's, it's hard to explain. It's like, what's your hobby? Like for me, I always had a hobby of like, in high school, I like to go longboarding. So I just grab a camera and film while I'm longboarding, like make a video out of it. Like that was fun. Yeah. Or like play video games, make a video out of it. That's fun. There's there's a difference between that and going to a company and saying, hey, I'll film for you and make you a video and essentially sell it to you. Like that's still fun and I enjoy the whole process, but it's not the same as I'm taking my hobby and turning it into a video and sharing it with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like YouTube is still there on the side and on the back burner for me as like a creative outlet while I still pursue, you know, educate, or not education, but um, goals of, like, a business and things of that sort. Yeah, it gives you that 
sort of freedom and creativity to just kind of do whatever whatever you're feeling up to that day like right hey, yeah i want to make a sketch comedy i can go do that right and if you <laughs> I'm have not that stuck to making commercials or yeah that sort of stuff yeah and if you have that audience or that follower base people will watch it even if they click on it watch it for 10 seconds and be like this is stupid i'm turning it off mm-hmm. and a, a thousand a hundred thousand people do that it's like you're still getting ad revenue you basically are you showed up to work and you got paid already <laughs> not that it's about money but i mean i mean i know that the science behind it is not that exact but you know it's 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 about you still are just doing what you love and you you can make a living doing that mm-hmm. and that's ultimately what people you know should try to find in their lives and many people don't i think you know that's what people are searching for is that that fulfillment and that happiness and what they do mm-hmm. and you know that it doesn't necessarily come from that but you can find some sort of sense of fulfillment and joy in what we do in our day-to-day lives and it doesn't have to be work to live and then you know enjoy myself with the fraction of the day that i have left mm-hmm. you know it's turn your life into something that you enjoy center your life around what do you enjoy doing what are your hobbies figure out a way to make a living at that and then like share that with people yeah and that's why i think youtube is great and that sounds like what's what that's what you're trying to do as well through your platform which i think is awesome that's a really cool opportunity that people have these days to do that yeah it is i uh i really got inspired years ago mostly by well the bigger youtubers now you know markiplier jacksepticeye pewdiepie PewDiePie. that's kind of a mouthful but yeah uh, (laughs) yeah so i watched a lot of their videos and i remember one week specifically uh where i was just sick on the couch you know um my mom was at work and whatnot so i was just home you know binge watching videos this was when five nights at freddy's was a pretty popular game back in 2014 ish and yeah i'll admit i was one of those kids who just was obsessed with that game so i'd watch a lot of people who played that and that's where i discovered you know markiplier and then i'm like well he's got a bunch of other videos so i'll check those out and it's like i could do this mm-hmm. that, that would be fun that's something i could do and so you know i downloaded obs and did a little bit of research and then i just started making them and i kept them in my windows file explorer because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i wasn't allowed to post to youtube yet but yeah i do remember that yeah, yeah. it was just fun Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's hard because I'm like I still don't understand it's like oh everybody gets on ca- the case of like young kids these days it's like you're watching somebody play video games <laughs> go play video games yourself mm-hmm. I'm like I still I still struggle with that because sometimes I'll watch like a video or two on a game if I'm like trying to figure out a concept or like I'm just bored and I want to like see something funny from like a funny moment or random stuff mm-hmm. like if I enjoy it like I'll watch some of that but I won't sit there and watch hours and hours and hours of it yeah it's like I, it's it's like a weird thing. I don't know, but apparently it's like it's what's driving YouTube and it driving is. a lot of the internet. So yeah. you kind of got it, whether you understand it or not. You got to flow with the times, I think. Mm-hmm. And so that's where like you know, making gaming videos. It's like yeah, okay, that's our hobby and that's what we enjoy doing in our spare time. But you can make a video, put it out there, and then kids will watch it. It's like cool. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It works. <laughs> it works for me. Yeah. So what sort of struggles have you encountered along the way as far as, like, you know, things that you've learned that have added value, you know, like, you talked about your limitation with your technology, you know, audience limitations, mm. you know, things like that. Like, what what sort of hurdles have you, that you've had to 
overcome to be like, okay, I've learned from this now? I think the biggest thing I struggled with when I started out was I wanted the big numbers, you know, that subscriber count. That's what a lot of people are there for. They want to be popular. They want to be like the top channel, you know, who doesn't want a thousand subscribers or mm -hmm. <laughs> whatnot. Um, one thing I've learned or the main thing I've learned along the way is just to be content where you are. Because if you focus more on your content and put all that time and effort, like the worrying you spend on how many subscribers you have into your content, then it's a lot better. And you definitely notice a big difference. So that's something that I think um, is very important. And that's it's not really like something that can be taught. You just kind of have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know, I've watched streams and of other YouTubers and commented, you know, like, oh, how do you get so many subscribers back a couple of years ago? And they're just like, don't focus on the number. People will come to your channel if you just focus on making what you want to make and what yeah. you enjoy. Build it and they will come. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Be content with your content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that makes sense. I think that's the, the biggest thing that I've learned along the way and the biggest hurdle I've had to overcome because mm -hmm. it, it took a long time to get over that. Yeah, that's hard. And that's why, you know, like I say, if, if that's, like, your hobby, if that's your hobby from the start, mm -hmm. like, you got to find your motive. And I've heard that in the past because I tried this a while back ago, and then I got too busy and I couldn't continue, like, putting out videos. And I've heard that in the past, like, your motive will determine how far you're going. If you're just in it because, like, oh, people are making millions of money, <laughs> millions <laughs> of monies, they're making millions of dollars mm -hmm. putting out videos on YouTube about like random stuff it's like oh cool i'll just make some random videos and you get like 10 videos in you're like why haven't i made any money yet and mm -hmm. then you give up versus if it's like like what you're saying and like what i've experienced is like if this is my hobby and like i'm gonna be doing this anyway and then i can just put a video out there and share it and then just do it again put a video out there and share it and like not even care about like what i'm doing and all of a sudden you're looking like oh my gosh there's so many people following me and watching what i'm doing yeah. then that's how it grows and turns into something cool mm -hmm. you know because your motive isn't I want to see results right now. Your motive is I'm just going to keep doing this no matter what. Yeah. Because it's fun to me. It's just like building an online portfolio and it's like it's fun to create a process. I get to learn how to put all this together. Mm -hmm. Then then it's just, you know, people see that, that genuine thing in your content and then they'll continue to watch and support you through that. Yeah. Which is awesome. When I got to where I am now with the small, very small audience that I have of like 10 to 15 people regularly. Uh, who comment and enjoy my stuff and have really just found me through whatever I made. I made a reaction compilation so that it's almost to a thousand views now and that brought a lot of people in. But uh, the main eye opener was just focusing on them. You know, it's kind of hard to explain, but if you just focus on making your genuine content and being that good person that's genuine, not like a see through transparent person, you know? Yeah. I get what you're saying. Okay, yeah. Like, you got to interact with your audience mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, to to include them on some of it and not just... I mean, there there's a... I guess... I don't know. It, there's a fine line between that, like, putting out whatever you want. I think in the beginning, you have to, like, just put out whatever you want mm -hmm. and people will catch on and see it. But you got to also have, like, some sort of confidence. You can't come back to them and be like, all right, guys, I'm out of ideas. Like, give me a video to do. Because then people will be like, well, I just want to watch what you're going to make. Yeah. I don't want to tell you what to make, you know. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's that balance between making whatever you want and then, like, taking some input and including them. So, like, you're saying reaction compilations are, like, mm -hmm. there's a lot of videos out there where people, like, 
you know, read their subscribers' comments, you know, mm-hmm. or do, like, update videos and just a way to, like, give back and interact to their audience a little bit just to let them know, like, hey, I see you, you know. It's it's weird. It's like the new age, you know, Hollywood. Yeah, it is. Like, movies. Yeah. Like, people don't watch movies anymore. They'll just go online and watch YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And the stars are these people sitting in their basement doing this. <laughs> Not podcasting, but, you know, they're making videos on yeah. whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the gaming industry is huge. So, mm-hmm. if people... I mean, it's like it's a psychological thing in your mind. It's like you're watching that and you see that person making this and they continue putting out this content. Mm-hmm. In your mind, they're no different than, you know, John Wayne or any other big movie star from back in the day, you know. So it's like when you see them and you talk to them and you comment and they interact and, you know, they talk back to you, mm-hmm. that's like, this is way better than like watching a movie. Yeah. I can interact with essentially these people who are, you know, your your heroes right for mm-hmm. a lot of people and that's just like more fulfilling than just sitting there watching a movie and it not is. being able to interact yeah with them which is cool so you know yeah being a content creator it's like you definitely want to have that aspect where you you talk to your audience mm-hmm. that keeps them engaged i think yeah like you said giving back i really like doing that you know if i've had people who comment like hey can you play this game or like you should check out this game and so just going and doing that to show like okay i'm gonna do that i mean obviously you respond and be like sure i'll try it and then they see that video and it's like wow this person really cares about their audience it's just a way to let people know i think like hey i'm making this for you like for your entertainment not only just because it's something i enjoy doing but it's it's for you guys yeah so yeah which is cool people like to see that they made a difference or that they interacted with somebody Mm -hmm. out there which is neat I've had a few of those fangirl moments, I guess you could call them, you know, meeting people who know Markiplier and that kind of stuff. Well, meeting them, I guess. So Online? Yeah. Explain. Well, there was a, a Twitch stream, and so this guy, Patrick Static, you know, he um, he knows the whole Markiplier squad, and he's friends with them. He's played games with them a few times, so I just commented something, and he, he reads my comment in the video. It's like, oh, that's really cool. Oh, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. he reads it in the live stream? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're yeah. saying, yeah. yeah. I've had that, like, on Facebook through stuff. It's like, yeah. oh, my gosh, my friend read my like, comment. It's, <laughs> it's not like, that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal, but it's, it's like cool. It's cool at the same time because yeah. you're like, I texted that here, mm-hmm. and it went all the way over there. You saw it, and you read it. You acknowledged me. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's like, like a psychological thing. Kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's hard it's cool. not to get caught up in, like, the the publicity of it all you know because it is like i say it is like a hollywood so some of these people like markiplier these big name guys it's like how many millions billions of followers and fans Mm -hmm. how much you know revenue they're raking in and it's like they're they're superstars pretty much from youtube yeah so you know for anybody that's trying to like step into that it's like what's your motive for stepping into that you know you know, it's hard not to get caught up in how many likes, how many followers, how many subscribers. Because like you said, it's not really what it's about. It's about just putting out content that you like and, you know, building they will come. If 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 you put it out there and people like it, they'll watch it. If not, mm-hmm. that's no big deal. You know, you're still doing something that you like. Yeah. So it's hard not to get caught up in that, you know, the the fame and glory of it all and, you know, all the money. You gotta like stay rooted in some good morals and some good ethics, I think. Yeah. Um, my theory behind it is don't, I try not to focus on other people, you know, the people who are at my level trying, because there's so many people who want to make it to the top and, you know, be the best YouTuber. I don't believe in 
that I'm going to be the best YouTuber. I just want to be the best YouTuber I can be, right? You know, and do the best that I can and be, like, stand firm and, like, this is my channel. This is what I'm doing. I'm not going to be influenced by other people and change what I'm doing just because I want to be better than them, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. I get that a lot because it's like I make a video, mm -hmm. even, like, for business, like, for companies, I'll, like, make a video and put it out there and I spend so much time and effort and put so much into it. And at the end of the day, like we were just talking about this earlier, it's like, you still hate it. <laughs> you show it to people and they're like, oh my gosh, I love this. I'll pay you so much money for this. And you're like, but I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it a hundred times. I've listened to the dang song a hundred times. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, that just comes with creating it. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's not pretty, but okay. Yeah. If you like it. <laughs> it's like, I, I honestly, I, maybe I like one or two of the videos I've ever made like you know youtube for business like across the board maybe there's like one or two where i'm like all right that was really good like i don't know if i could have done anything else but all the rest mm -hmm. of them are like i don't like that i don't mm -hmm. like that i could have switched that it's like i could have changed that up and it's like you try to take all that and store it in the back of your mind and try to remember for next time mm -hmm. but yeah it it's rough and then you make <laughs> new mistakes and you're like oh i hate that one now yeah yeah it yeah, it's bad. <laughs> well, for me, it's it's almost flip-flopped. I I look back on my videos a lot because in my spare time, I don't really have much else to do. <laughs> so okay. it, instead of making a new video, I just go back and watch my old ones. Um, I'm, I don't want to say like super proud, but I'm proud of what I do. I like seeing what I do, you know, how much I've progressed, I guess you should say, from my right. first video, which I have, I recorded a Flight Simulator X video and just flying a little helicopter around on my crummy laptop and mm -hmm. all the way to now my latest video which was a a skit i filmed with some friends when i visited them not too long ago but um that shut off <laughs> <laughs> the, the a camera just died so i guess we'll just switch back and forth between okay. these that's okay a cam's gone we'll just yeah what was i saying oh um, okay yeah so i'm proud to see how much i've progressed and you know, particularly in editing and just the general, how I put the video together and where I've come as a person. Because I started, I was super introverted and shy. And so that was really going out of my comfort zone to be like in a room, just sitting there talking to, talking a, to a computer. Machine, it's like, yeah. well, this is awkward. But to where I am now, it's like, yeah, it's, a, it's just second nature. <laughs> well, it's a learning just like anything else. Like you said, going back and looking at your videos, it's like, because I do that too. It's like you look back at the things that you first made and you're like, this is terrible. And you look at where you're at now and you're like, I feel so much better. Mm -hmm. And then imagine, you know, if that was six months, look, you know, six months from now, you can look back and be like, well, that was terrible. And now I'm so much better. Mm -hmm. And you keep building that. And I think that's good to continually look back, but keep looking forward. That gives yourself that confidence boost. Like I am getting better. Even if I feel like I don't with this particular video, mm -hmm. like look at where I've been and look at where I'm at now. Yeah. Like I am progressing and I am getting better and you know, slowly I'm learning and you're just, to me, it's like a, it's like a, it's a, it's a depth of thought that's required when it goes into like creating content and video, mm -hmm. you know, because like you put it together and you have like your timeline. It's not like everything's just like, all right, section one, section two, section three, and there's your video. Right. It's like, you need transitions, you need background music, you need mm -hmm. color grading, you need like these different elements, you know, different angles, mm -hmm. you know, even when you're setting it up, like here, us setting this up, it's like taking the shots you know like do i have everything i want to put in there like and little things that you won't even think about like you're like 
you're making it way down the line, you know, putting it all together. And then you're like, oh, shoot, I should have filmed it this way or I should have captured that differently. And it's like mm -hmm. you remember that for next time. And those little things that you that you take from that video, you put them all together. And then that's how it gets better and better over time. Yeah. And so, yeah, I agree that looking back is like, wow, it is a little cringeworthy at times. <laughs> it's like, it does help you out. Mm -hmm. Like I learned yesterday, I did the, I did a, at the time of filming this, I did a, a, a Fortnite let's play of my first face cam <laughs> and it was bad i took my camera and i just set it up on a bunch of boxes and i put a bunch of business cards under it uh -huh. and like set it up just right and i like pushed the button to record and i like went to play and it must have like the business cards must have slid and fell but my chin is like at the bottom of the frame and there's like a wall above me and i'm just like sitting there oh <laughs> like yeah it's not yeah, but I, little things like that. Like, okay, mm -hmm. double check the face cam next time. That also makes it more entertaining, you know, years in the future to go look back because I yeah. find it kind of funny. I'm really <laughs> looking forward to that because at some point it's got, it's like, there's nothing you can do about it. Those kind of things happen a lot. So yeah. you just got to appreciate that it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is, it is funny. Mm -hmm. It is funny. Yeah. It's good to get a good laugh out of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And it's more productive to compare yourself to yourself than others. Right. You know, because yeah, comparing yourself to others, sorry not to interrupt yeah. you, but it brings you down more. I've found, because I used to compare myself to other channels around me, you know, like people who have, oh, he's got 600 subscribers and whatnot. Like, my videos are way better than him. I'm not there. It's like, yeah. they're not. No. It's, everybody's at their own spot. So if you compare yourself to yourself, then it builds you up instead of knocking you down. Yeah, was that Dr. Seuss that said there's no better you than you? <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's true. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, like you said, you you just want to be the best YouTuber you can be. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm not trying to be like Markiplier or, you know, I don't know. Except uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know the other YouTube. Those other guys out there, I don't really know Markiplier. But it's like you're not trying to be like them. Okay, maybe like far off like that'd be cool if you got to that level in the back of your head like oh that'd be really cool mm -hmm. but that's not like your goal you don't have like a picture that image like i gotta be to that level in like two years or six months yeah. you know and that like that's not healthy mm -hmm. you know so you just want to be the best person you can be you know like you said you just keep building up little by little and you'll learn mm -hmm. and being being yourself this is a great part about youtube because you don't have to be some fake person like in Hollywood, I guess. I mean, YouTube's kind of eh, not really there, <laughs> but Hollywood, you have to dress a certain way. You have to be like, look a certain way, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing to be accepted in Hollywood. The great thing about YouTube is you can just be yourself mm -hmm. and the variety of people, just different personalities. That's what makes them succeed. I think just being that genuine person. So people already see Markiplier. They don't want another Markiplier. They just want to see you. Right. If they're interested. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I think that's been one of the biggest draws of, like, YouTube is it's more genuine mm -hmm. than, like, Hollywood or movies. Like, yeah, Hollywood movies are fun, but it's, like, even now, I know in my mind if, like, I watch a movie or a TV show, mm -hmm. it's, like, <laughs> if I watch, like, a movie or a TV show, it's, like, different than, you know, because, like, I feel like I watch more YouTube than I watch actual TV or movies, mm -hmm. and that's more interactive and engaging with the audience you know it's more real you're just watching a real person mm -hmm. you know talk about whatever or do whatever of interest you know and like that's more just relax and low-key mm -hmm. and then you watch like a movie and it's like everybody's it just seems fake everybody's acting it's all dramatic and you're like 
Yeah. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I don't know. I don't know how to explain. But when you watch more YouTube than like TVs or movies, it's mm-hmm. just weird. Otherwise, you you get this sort of connection with the the content creator. Yeah. And you feel like you know them, whereas in movies, it's like, oh, I like this actor. He does a great job being somebody else. But it's like, you don't know. It's more fake, yeah. And then you come to find out, oh, this guy's British? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, he's I good. Know that. He's good. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, for real. I, I definitely think that's been the biggest pull is that it's more real to people, YouTube. And that's what's awesome. Yeah. So what are some, you know, trying to wrap it up here, what are some of the biggest takeaways that you've had you know like going forward what are you going to continue to do looking back what have you learned you know if there was somebody else that's like on the same path as you like i'm trying to be a content creator i'm trying to break out there and i'm trying to you know build my channel and get noticed and i want to be a gamer but i got to be unique in what i do because like you said there can't be two markipliers you know Mm -hmm. it's like what do you what advice do you have to offer to somebody that's trying to break into this seemingly hopeless world of youtube mm-hmm. well i'm certainly not qualified to give like professional <laughs> advice well, no yeah I'm, but you're further along than some mo- many I yeah yeah <laughs> i wouldn't say i'm i'm there because i'm obviously not at the, the 46 subscribers i mean it's something but i'm not i don't think i'm ever going to be double arrived. digits <laughs> <laughs> hey we're almost to 50 but it's better than i i'm doing i'd tell you that much it takes time. It's yeah. a slow moving process in the beginning. But I think just being yourself and doing it, like just making videos, because mm-hmm. you're going to learn a lot from making videos and making those mistakes, but just be able to laugh at it if you're able to. Like, hey, it's it's whatever. Just move yeah. on, learn from it, and you can progress better and mm-hmm. fix those mistakes in later videos, and then you just learn who you are and be you yeah just keep putting stuff out there because i mean like we said earlier it's different for those guys that started back 13 years ago mm-hmm. when youtube was in its infancy and they were like you know if there was a thousand videos on there and they had one video that's like a one in one thousand chance that your videos are going to be watched yeah versus today you know if you look at the statistics of how much videos added per minute to youtube it's, it's like it's insurmountable <laughs> the like your video is there's the chances of it being found are like zero Mm-hmm. So like that's where tagging comes in and keywords and you gotta like share it and once people start to watch it then it slowly builds traction like you're saying over like a year and a half yeah. you're like 46 subscribers and to a lot of people that's like oh that's that's like disheartening mm-hmm. but it's like that's just the reality of it now with the numbers mm-hmm. the way the math adds up like that's the way it works now yeah before it didn't because it was like just jump starting but now it's a lot harder it takes a lot more work and dedication but those that are dedicated. You know, it'll mm. it'll pull through for them. But at the same time, I haven't been, like, uploading every day. <laughs> I've taken a lot of hiatuses and whatnot. Um, right, yeah, that consistency is important. Yeah. Yep. I Also, I don't think it's good to dwell on that, those kind of statistics, you know, like how many mm-hmm. hours of footage you're getting uploaded every minute and whatnot. Right, because it's disheartening. That also brings you down a lot. Yep. And just, yeah, people will find you. You may not be... The next PewDiePie, you may not get to like 80 million subscribers, but it's like, if you're a genuine person and just doing it because you're passionate about it, then that shouldn't really matter. Yeah, exactly. It's exciting to get more subscribers. I like it every time I get a new subscriber. It's like, oh, wow, I got 46 now. A little boost, (laughs) yeah. It's like, people like what I'm doing. They actually like, somebody watched a video and then they liked it enough to subscribe. Yeah. Wow. But a subscriber (laughs) doesn't necessarily equal like a watch. 
full watch through every video you put yeah. through. You know, I know I'm subscribed to like tons of people on YouTube, but I don't watch any of their videos. <laughs> so it's like that doesn't matter, but uh -huh. at the same time, you know, it's like a it's a balance. Yeah. Yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot, so. Mm -hmm. You just enjoy the ride. <laughs> enjoy the ride. That's the main takeaway out of this. Enjoy like the ride, dude, from Jurassic World. Yeah. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> enjoy the ride. Okay, yeah. We just heard a clip of that. <laughs> enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> enjoy the ride. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up here. Thanks for joining us today on yeah. the, the podcast thanks Thank for, joining you for me having today. me it was yeah. a lot of fun i've yeah. never done something like this yeah. so it was kind of interesting yeah me neither it's good <laughs> it's good to get a free promo i guess for you i'll take it for me yeah you'll take it. <laughs> yeah me too uh -huh. go look him up on youtube carstati c-a-r-s-t-a-t-i mm -hmm. carstati c-a-r-s-t-a-t-i it's what's, a mouthful. Yeah. What's your what's your and picture? Your logo? It's just an orange C. Well, orange backdrop with a white C. With a white C. Yeah. Okay. It's the only car study on YouTube, so I wanted something <laughs> <Okay>. unique. <laughs> yeah, unlike me, you search my username and it's like six of them. You gotta like scroll down. Like, oh, I did not think this through. Yeah, that's what I really wanted. <laughs> but hey, the goal is to get big enough so you're at the top of the list. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No need to brag now. All right. All right, well, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Hey, guys, thanks for sticking through it, even though we had two cameras cut out there towards the end. As I mentioned earlier, if you'd like to support this podcast or my business, you can find me at patreon.com forward slash peak productions, where you can gain exclusive access to behind-the-scenes footage on how I put some of these together. And finally, if you or someone you know would like to be on the podcast, shoot me an email at alex at thepeakproductions.com, and I'd love to get you on the show. Thanks.